What's going on, you guys? Happy Friday. Happy hour. Can you believe this is season two? Look how far we have come. Ashley, can you believe it? I am shocked. And I think so is my mother and everyone else around me. Shock and awe. And this season, we are back and better than ever. We have so many fun guests lined up and it's going to be an amazing summer with us. Also, we have a new intro, which I'm so excited for you guys to hear. We're really proud of it. It's so fun. So flirty. You're about to hear it in like T minus one minute. So hold your breath. Um, But yeah, this is just really exciting for us. Season two, we're gonna have some heavy hitters. We're gonna cover some fun topics, keep it light, get into some important stuff. We are here for all of the summer vibes. We let's treat it like summer camp. Let's like lean into summer camp vibes. We are trying to do a mix of pure fun, wholesome, and sometimes not wholesome entertainment from our guests and a mix of valuable content and a mix right. of any other suggestions anyone else throws at us. But I'll tell you this, these two guests today and next week are so fun and such a good time to kick off the, all the summer vibes. Such summer vibes. Welcome to JGWI Summer Camp, everyone. Buckle up. You may not know that your parents bought you tickets and shipped you off, but here you are. We're here. We're ready. The counselors are ready. That's us for the counselors. Camp directors, really. Camp directors, camp um, owners, directors. Media talent. Media talent. um, Marketing team. Financials. We're everything. We can be Activity instructor. Mm Yeah, we do all of it. Um, And lucky for you guys, you don't have to lift a finger. All you have to do is press play. So welcome to season two. We have an amazing guest today. It's so fun. We've gone international. We've taken it international, baby. We have a Brit. It's so exciting, you guys. You're going to love his voice. So if you're missing traveling and you're missing all the vibes and the culture of it, buckle up because I was just enthralled when I heard Alex's voice. I I adore him. I can't say enough good things about Alex. (laughs) Yes. So without further ado, here is Alex Deke all the way from London, England. Welcome to Just Go With It, a podcast by 20-somethings for 20-somethings. Fun, flirty, and keeping it real. An absolute riot, these two. If it isn't over the top, it ain't us. They came out of college on top. Then life hit them in the face. Be a bit more professional, please. Couldn't shut us up then. Won't shut us up now. Here are the tips and tricks you are going to need to get through your 20s. We are getting into it. Strap yourselves in for a wild ride. Live on air. I'm Abby. And I'm Ashley. Good Lord, it's already season two. Grab a drink, take a seat, and get ready to just go with it. Happy Friday, everyone. It is T-minus five or so hours until we get into happy hour. And we are here with the one and only, only, I'm so flushed, I'm stuttering. We are here with the one and only Alex straight out of London. He flew all the way over here just to um, be with us on this podcast. And we are just going to get into this episode, everything from the Queen and Kate Moss to the Kardashians. We are going to cover on this. We are going to just make this a fun and flirty episode. And I'm mad that we didn't think to grab some beers while we went over this. I'm already three beers down, so let, let's let's get well, going. Six o'clock for you, and it's like ten for us, <laughs> so that makes sense. I'm a bit disappointed you, you you guys aren't getting that kind of breakfast beer, and you know, that's, that's absolutely fine. Soft softball question to kick things off with: How much time have you spent in America? Okay, first question: What's a softball? I'm kidding. Um, yeah, no, I, 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 <laughs> you're like I've, um, only. <laughs> I've uh, I, I I went I went to America a lot. I've been to been to the West Coast probably four or five times. Um, but my mother did a lot of work in kind of in America. So I was fortunate enough to kind of be able to 
go to New York quite a lot, Chicago, kind of the main the main cities, and uh, and York, take Chicago. some of that off. <laughs> so it was in like, is in yeah, from, from from kind of a European perspective. There's probably about five cities in America that like people <laughs> immediately think to. What are the five? Like New York, LA, Chicago, uh, Miami. W- one of the one of the Texas ones. To be fair, that all kind of lumps into one kind of like one kind of patriotic roar of <laughs> of freedom. Um, so so that, that, that all kind of gets lumped into one. Earlier, we were comparing and contrasting COVID being open versus closed in America versus over there. And he said it's very open here because we love eagles and stuff. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I mean, it, that, that, that's just the the, the, uh, the overwhelming impression I get is just you just you fucking love freedom. Abby, how much time have you spent in London? I have spent a total of possibly 72 hours on Halloween circa 2018. Yeah, 2018. What were you? Um, I think I was kind of like what, what, supposed what to be Katy Perry, but I ended up looking more like a prostitute, like to be honest. <laughs> It was really yeah, cold. That, that, that's, that's just classic, though, isn't it? Like Halloween. You've clearly spent more time in America than I have spent abroad. Ashley actually studied in London. And the house was in Kensington, so it was really nice. Yeah, and nice. I, I'm, actually, I'm, I'm, I'm moving, I'm moving like, in, that, in and around oh, that area. We and Abby like, will be there to visit when, <laughs> as soon as possible in that case. No, Taking I, that as an invite. I adore that area, and I adore London in the uk are kind of little villages or little towns um in kind of the countryside as it were whereas my impression of america is that a lot of like i think the focus is more on the cities perhaps so for example like where i went to university in oxford it's a tiny town where you can walk kind of end to end of it in Mm -hmm. probably about half an hour Mm -hmm. but it's just so like special the biggest differentiation like a village in the middle of nowhere, two hours outside of London or something, could have like a church that is still fully formed from like 1100. Mm-hmm. And that, that, that's, that, that's the craziness for me, is in like the fact that these things are kind of scattered around. Again, I'm taking this as an invite. <laughs> <laughs> Sign, it, it just, signing it, me it, up. It just gives you such an insight because, yeah, and again, I'm sure we'll kind of cover it down the line, but it's just like, I think one of the biggest like pillars of British society, that sounds so regal, but um, is, 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 is an emphasis on kind of history and tradition mm-hmm. and an understanding of, of all of that. And you kind of walk around some of these towns and you're like, fuck, like these, these, you know, like the college I was in, I know college means something different to you guys, but like college is like a subsect of an Oxford university. Um, so the building I studied in basically was from like, you know, the 1300 1200 or something and it's all still intact and it's all all the original kind of like crests on the wall and whatever and it just kind of blows your mind and i think you do take that for granted and i think when i go on holiday elsewhere and then come back that's the first thing that i appreciate my house was built in 1995 is that old enough for you (laughs) (laughs) yeah america's just like a newborn baby infant compared to anywhere else before we get any further, do we want to talk about how why how we have Alex on, who he is, why he's here? Yeah, I think it's important <laughs> that we talk about the Genesis oh, of Us, which Jesus. is a really funny story. <laughs> Let's take a trip back to October 2019, I believe. And it's, Was that, uh, no, it can't have been October. It must have been September. I think. I'm just trying no. to delay this as much as possible. I'm just really <laughs> kicking the can down like, the road. No, like, no. Yeah. Being bashful. 
So we are just living idly in our beautiful coastal city of Malibu. And I was on Hinge one day. Hinge, right? Yeah, yeah. yeah. Hinge is far the classier of the (laughs) app choices. I'm I'm happy with that. Hinge, if you're hearing this, please sponsor us. Um, (laughs) But we were just having ourselves a Tuesday. And I decided to go on a date with this fine young fellow here, Alex. Um, I was very intrigued that he was British and I was confused why he was in America, but I don't think I asked too many questions. <laughs> I was just ready to <laughs> see what this was, see where this was going to go. So we met up at a little coffee shop and we ended up spending 11 hours together, like that whole day. Crazy. Crazy. Like crazy. Like, but the biggest knew? thing, the biggest crazy point was the, was. the birthday thing. Yes. So as we are just having ourselves a beautiful frolicking time on the beach, I'm showing him around Malibu, around where we live, um, just really talking in a British accent for most of the time and having him correct me. Um, we discussed, somehow got on the topic of birthdays, and we found out that we have the exact same birthday, except for you Crazy. were born a year before me, right? 98. Oh, no, same, same day. We came out into the world on the exact same day, July 17th, 1998. Um, so that's pretty crazy cosmic connection, if you will. Um, but yeah, I think we just really hit it off. We had ourselves a time and it was like, I had known you forever. It was a really fun day. Yeah, it was a really, really fun day. And, and uh, I I think, yeah, it it was, it was just such like a, such like a unique memory of, of that, uh, of, of that time and time in, uh, in California. It was really cool. And it was right around the time that Taylor Swift came out with the album Lover and London Boy <laughs> was one of my favorite songs. And I just everything kind of came together into like a beautiful equation. But yeah, so that's how I met Alex. And we've kind of kept in loose touch, sort of very, very loose throughout the course of time. But we were really excited to get you on this podcast because everyone in America is interested in a Brit, you know, like, what do you have to say? What are your opinions? Let's hear you talk, you know? Wait, also his Abby gave him as a souvenir, her sorority oh, yes. composite. Do you still have it? <laughs> yeah, that's the, that's the heavy hitter question. Do you still have the composite and do you use it as a dartboard? <laughs> so I do, I do have it. And I do have that. Um, well, I told you that, uh, that, that yeah. basketball jazz, it was but like little vest thing. Yeah. It was um, a Pepperdine basketball Jersey that I also gave him as a souvenir because I knew I would never see you again. Well, hopefully I would see you again, but not for a good long while. So I yeah. said, take this with you back to London <laughs> to remember me by. And I yeah, signed and- the composite like a celebrity. <laughs> so if you're a Pepperdine Zeta, you are sitting in his apartment. <laughs> In London. No, so so it it is it is it is somewhere. So I'm in the process of moving, so everything's just a bit of a mess. But um, it is definitely somewhere, and and it, it holds a very dear place in my heart. Um, I love to hear it. Yeah, as if I'd be throwing that away. As in, like, that's that's I know, possibly right? one of the most valuable things I own. Like, that's <laughs> of like... course. <laughs> one day his great one day his great grandkids are going through his stuff. Alex, we've all passed away, and they're like, "What is this? This American tradition <laughs> <laughs> relic? What is this artifact signed by a celebrity?" Yeah. 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 So, did you ever like show anyone the composite and say, "Look what this American girl gave me on the beaches of Malibu"? Or how <laughs> oh, did yeah, that conversation of, of go? Course. <laughs> the, the bigger question is who didn't I show this, <laughs> this, 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 this amazing souvenir um yeah I'm no blushing. it was 
it was um it was on a uh on a stuck on a wall in the sitting room of our like student house in oxford um wow, for, for my final year definitely and um and so it, it's just it's just a very very dear and sweet thing that that i'm never gonna throw away and it may be a bit kind of like you know frayed on the edges yeah. but it, 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 it's, it's done it's worth and also well, I think it's better that it's been on a wall for that year uh-huh. so everyone coming in and out of the house can appreciate right. it rather than it being folded away in some corner you know it's that's a piece so, of art it has to be displayed when everyone goes out to the bar so. they all like hit the poster the way like American football players like hit the wall at the same spot <laughs> when they go out to the game <laughs> Yeah, like on uh, on our on our way to like a night out, we'd just like we'd be hitting it for good luck, just to uh... <laughs> it for good luck. That is um, hilarious. I don't think anything like that has been created within the national borders of the UK. So yeah. the fact that I have that is just is just quite a comic little thing. So that's why I made it to the wall. And yeah, no, you're pretty famous in that in that respect. A well, lot of people who are probably going to go on to be very influential in whatever way the coming out of Oxford I should probably bring us to our first question which is what do you think about American sororities and fraternities and do you have anything like it what what the fuck is it about sor- sorority like what like why I don't. I can't understand. I can't get you my head around. You don't understand paying for friends, Alex. <laughs> it's a pretty good Explain. Explain like what. If you could explain it funny in one sentence, what would it be? Um. Well, it's just getting a bunch of horny young hot people together and putting them in a room and giving them unlimited alcohol and social events. That's basically what it's Greek like life belonging, is like. It's like belonging to a social club when you're an adult to like a club that you go yeah. like a private members only thing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, so we have a lot of that, and so it's we do have a... friends for when you start uni, as you may call it. <laughs> you go, you don't know anyone, and then you join a sorority, and they're like, "Here's a bunch of girlfriends who have similar interests to you. Let's all have events together so that you can meet other friends and but go the, to parties." Together. The kicker is there's themed parties, there's formal dress, like uh, formal I can't believe events. I never flew you out for formal, Alex. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> well, I would have been there, and you know, I would have been there. So I know. The, so obviously we have like theme parties and stuff and we have like formal dinners or like I think Harry uh, Potter uh, theme uh, or what? Well so one of one of the dining halls did was the dining hall from Harry Potter. So uh, yeah. So um but the but the, the what I don't understand is the whole concept of like which one to join. Or like how do you yeah. know where to go or how and then the, admittedly I, I'm just basing it off like like you know shitty like frat movies mm-hmm. but um well, like the whole kind accurate. of pledging system it's and like really accurate the movies well, basically <laughs> you can do some preliminary research and kind of figure out what each sorority is about or you can just go in with a blank slate which is what i did and just kind of enter into the room and see if you kind of vibe with the way the girls are dressed and the questions they're asking and the topics of conversation if you're like yeah i could see myself hanging out with you all weekend then it's like boom you're in you know? But sororities in the southern states are cutthroat, and you need like recommendation cutthroat. letters to get in. So, so that that's something on my that was on my bucket list, which I'm slightly <laughs> gutted that I never experienced. Was like to go to like Arizona State and just like experience like life because I I feel like having been to a couple of those parties at like USC uh-huh. or UPenn or 
I'm trying to think what other universities I've been to. UCLA. Not um, Pepperdine. <laughs> yeah, yeah, not Pepperdine. Um, the... Um, experiencing that was was cool and it was interesting and whatever but like i feel like those southern states are just like just a different level of now i have a full-time job i can't really justify wait so just a clarifying question are you done at oxford like have you graduated or are you still in your last year yeah no, so like? it's, and, I, I graduated last last year um mm. I, I i did i did uh philosophy um oh. classic um classic. and then but now i'm uh, now i'm working i'm i'm in i'm in finance <laughs> I'm, I'm like just, what do you do with your philosophy degree oh good you use uh, it for finance nice yeah no you just you what you do with it is you actually put it to one side you put on your best suit try and put forward a charming smile and get an interview at whatever finance house will get pay you the most <laughs> He's practicing a smile um, in the mirror. <laughs> <laughs> yeah yeah just one of those things the more you do it the more uncomfortable you feel but you're like yeah maybe that 12th time that's the one and um but no it's it's been it's been good isn't it? i feel like so a levels which are the exams that we do at the end of school whatever before you go to university like the grades that you get to go to university like high school yeah sure <laughs> then the um the uh, having done like maths and physics and stuff like that then the numerical side wasn't as daunting but yeah like I wasn't going to become a a preacher or a pastor (laughs) what are your views (laughs) on American high school and like homecoming football games oh my dear yeah like dressing up in long dresses and like riding around in a convertible around a high school football Um, track when you just say that loud it sounds absurd Uh um, no no trust me it it is absurd it's not about just saying it out loud I think it's an interesting one. You know what's really absurd? In my high school, my colors were black and orange, and we lived across from the state penitentiary. The high school was. You could see it from our football field. And so people would wear orange jumpsuits, like prison jumpsuits, as like school spirit gear to the football games. That's absurd. You're right. That is absurd. Um, No, so look, we have... We have a lot of... like I had a lot of like dinners or balls or like kind of events where you know the girls would be wearing like long ball gowns and whatever and or whatever i don't know what that word means so i can't help you with that one (laughs) (laughs) um but no so so the where so there are plenty of events like that and like i think for me i'm i'm very much like a, a niche subsect of kind of english society this isn't like how everyone kind of operates but like there, there are a lot of events where you'd wear black ties. So you'd wear like, I guess what you guys would call a tuxedo, um, or or like a you dinner jacket. No, tuxedo is just like a really like like I don't know like a naff kind of like simpler simpler simplification. That's the word I'm looking for. Yeah. Simplification of, of what it is. But yeah, anyway, black tie or white tie or uh, anything like that. So the concept of wearing of dressing up for an event isn't crazy. It's it's when you when you couple it with um like matching your like brightly colored tie to the um to the uh, or the the flower on the wrist yes. or whatever to the flower the and yeah and, like, yeah or, like, all of that and, and king and queen of homecoming yeah, and, and then then you put the, yeah then you put all of that in the context of like yeah convertibles and limousines and stuff and then it then it all kind of spirals into this ball of kind of america 
that uh, that is very very different and i can't say i've ever experienced anything like it and if it's anything like the films or anything like that then right. then it's it's pretty it's pretty foreign sounds like a lot of fun so to kick things off we think it'd be super fun to as an icebreaker go through some american slang and some british slang words that we commonly use and have the other party kind of guess what it means or if they know what it means they get extra bonus points for being smart but i'm sure there's tons of british slang that we just absolutely have no idea of right ashley couldn't tell you what he said a few minutes ago yeah so (laughs) we're gonna kick things off should we just rapid fire back and forth you think yeah Okay. Oh, we're going one each. Yeah, yeah, yeah. that's exciting. Yeah, let's, yeah, do let's, that. Do it, let's do it. Let's do it. Let's do it. Okay, that slaps in reference to something. A noun. No, see, this is going to be too easy. No, that slaps is like means that that's like really good. That's really like. I feel like they have more cult- American culture than we have British culture. Yeah, yeah, definitely. You guys <laughs> yeah. are absolutely. You're you have screwed. a leg up. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No. Um. Right. Okay. First question. Butters. Yeah. Butters. Yeah. Use it in a sentence. <laughs> Oh, um, yeah, that uh, that meal was butters. Just like delicious. No, the exact opposite. Actually, I, I really? guess it, 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 it's 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 like it's like slang. Is in like if if someone's rubbish, not that good looking, or yeah, or a bit crap, or just like all, all of those things. Is in like it's just a general negative. This one has originated from TikTok in the middle school. People are using it a lot. Middle school, high school. Um, well, I'm, I'm not on TikTok, so this this might stump me. Oh, this is good. Okay, Maybe he's not. So you have to say it in this inflection. The word is sheesh, but you have to say it like this: sheesh. Oh, I, I honestly couldn't tell you. I have I have heard I have heard it in 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 a couple of like Instagram stories of my mates who are doing that. It's See, accompanied it's with on. with some sort of a hand this symbol. Yes, I, which and, is yeah. still confusing. But I don't, I don't know what it means, and I think it, yeah. I'm pretty sure it just means wow. How about uh, like S T E A Z Y? Sure, <laughs> I, 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 I'd, I'd go two E's, but as in S-T-E-Z-Y. this, this wasn't one like of my a, suggestions. So, is it like a one-off comment, like a one-word response to something? No, it's an, it's another adjective. It's another adjective, which I guess will c- kind of kind of gives gives you a. Uh, Does yeah. it mean that it's kind of sounds like sleazy? Now you've gone the wrong way again. Steezy, yeah. so steezy. If if like an outfit is steezy. An oh, outfit like, is like respect the drip. Do you know? It's like means? yeah, fire, yeah, yeah, yeah. Like fire, 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 hot flames. You know, like all of the <laughs> steezy means hot flames. Yeah, <laughs> steezy means fire, hot flames. You know what a milf or a dilf is, right? That's been around since like yeah, yeah, yeah of course. American Pie, which oh, should be on your list. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, no, no that's, that, that was very much the kind of thing that I'd watch, and because I went to boarding school, classic. What about trolleyed? Someone was to be trolleyed. Somebody got trolleyed. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Is that kind of like you just like, like ghosted, push someone over? Okay, I was more like not physically, but like verbally. Like you really just like. See, I, I'm, I'm just I'm, I'm winning. I'm winning all of these. Like you trolley into them. Oh, okay, my two guesses are: if somebody gets trolleyed, they got roasted by the group, verbally roasted, or if they got trolleyed, they got absolutely run over. Like I think you verbally like lay into someone. I, I like that you were you were almost getting on the right tracks, but it means Sorry. it means when you're on a night. Uh, when when you get like when you drink too much, oh, and you you were like, oh, last night I was an absolute absolute trolley. Oh. What's and there our is word for that? Besides, what our word besides blacking out for that? We got smashed. Yeah, so I, I my my favorite is I got blacky chand, 
which is my <laughs> which is my kind of go-to. Um, but actually, quite quite a lot of quite a lot of the ones here are, are to do with getting drunk because I feel like that's a very prevalent part of. Of, of kind of like the English pub culture, but yeah, trolleyed, mm-hmm. wankered. Yeah, I guess we do say smashed, battered, um, annihilated, cataclysmically obliterated. Um, <laughs> it's so, like when you're smart, but you like getting drunk. It all sounds better when you say it. Um. <laughs> what does it mean if someone is snatched? Yeah, yeah I've, I've I've not heard that. I've not heard that. Go on, well, educate you have me. To guess. I would I would say like like if if someone looked not single. They look like they had been snatched would be like the long way to say it. But no, I, that, that, that'd probably be right. As in like whipped like or like up, not, not, not on the market, you know? Right. Well, that's incorrect, but good guess. Finally. <laughs> Finally, we got you on one. So what does it mean? What? just means you're looking really fit, skinny. Interesting. Good. And your face can look snatched too. Like if you do your makeup really well and your face is just looking absolutely gorgeous. It's like, just look snatched. Does that have anything... No, it probably doesn't. If you watch RuPaul's Drag Race, <laughs> do you watch RuPaul's Drag Race? Yeah, he's Stop. more akin to American culture Stop. than we are. Um, well, no, because they, they've they've recently done a UK one as well. Um, uh, spill the tea. Do you know what that means? Yeah, that's that's another RuPaul's Drag Race um, uh, kerfuffle. I know what a kerfuffle is. Is that like a big commotion? A big mix-up. Oh right, okay, cool. Right, okay, then that's that's fine. Oh, okay. <laughs> If you get pied off. Leave me alone. No. A fuck off? No. Is that like no. a... <laughs> <laughs> I, I thought this would be... This is like very much like Love Island chat. Like it, when you get pied off, it means... Like you were into someone and then they... You got pied yeah. off. Like they were like, yeah, oh, yeah, yeah. peace out. Nice, Abby. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, yeah. So, yeah. Getting getting pied off is 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 when you get... Uh, yeah. When you, when, you, when, you, when, you, when you go for someone and then they, mm-hmm. they turn around with a, with a big old custard pie. Um, what about what, what about crack on? Is that like get on? Is that if I were to say like oh get on, Let's get, get it on, on with on. it? Like no, like get on with it. Like oh, like say it. Like oh, point. like tonight yeah. we're gonna like tonight yeah. the plan is to crack on. Oh, just to like get absolutely obliterated. Yeah, so catastrophically so obliterated. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Cataclysmic, cataclysmically obliterated. Yeah, yeah. Um, yeah. So, so, so crack, crack on would be like you. you we're would gonna use have it, ourselves you'd... a night. Yeah, and then if you're saying it specifically about a girl, it'd be like to like you know get it on, which I think Ooh, you, you, oh, you, 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 hit, you hit you you hit you hit both uh, both both of them. Do you, do do you, you have one my shagged? my way? Oh yeah, all the time. We see it like shag is like almost crude. Do you say make love? <laughs> Um, no, I, I, don't, I don't think you'd catch someone saying that uh, seriously. Uh, what about minging? Is it like a good time? No, <laughs> minging is like in the same in the same context as butters. Is in like it's just a bit just a bit bad. Like, like the like, meal it, it, was it, it, minging. It, yeah, you, you can say the meal was minging. If you had to say that, um, you're it's like coming up to rig season. She's the diamond of season in Bridgerton, like where they come out and every all the women are like, it's out <laughs> like, the town. So rig, rig season is like, it's coming up to summer. You might be spending the three days that's sunny in the UK with your top off. It's rig season. Like so time, it means it's time your, to be rig, your, your rig is your body. Oh, okay, you so need to look good. It's, it's, 
yeah, so having a good rig oh, like as opposed summer to a bad rig. Hot girl summer. Rig season hot is hot girl summer. summer. Rig season yeah. and hot girl summer we are the same. There. We got there. Yeah, okay. Because obviously, like, you know. Does anyone know, like, there know what hot girl summer is? <laughs> well, no. So one of my boys' group chats is actually called Hot Boy Summer. Okay. Oh, um, <laughs> I wish we could be a part of it, actually. I know. <laughs> Addison for a day. <laughs> Do you guys actually say, like, I'm going to go to the loo? Yeah, them. yeah, yeah. We 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 use we use like Lou is like the term. Like, if you say anything else, people are a bit like weirded out by you. I looked up on this website article some American phrases. Do you know what it means to say when you yell shotgun? If you're calling shotgun, do you know what that is? Well, like on a on a beer. No, but that's another type of that's like shotgunning a beer. But if you were with your family and you guys were and one person was like, "Oh, I call shotgun." No, what, what, what does it mean? He gets mad when he doesn't know. <laughs> I know. We like guess and we laugh, and he gets serious. It means, <laughs> what does it, mean? What does it, mean? it means guiding the passenger seat in a car. The opposite oh, side right. of you drive. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so what does what does the term peng ting? mean can you spell that <laughs> p-e-n-g is P- the adjective ping. and t-i-n-g is the noun ping a ting and do you say it just by you itself say, you say you say your g is really hard so it kind of takes away from the smoothness of it oh but yeah, yeah so, that's why i'm saying it like really harsh like, like painting yeah painting okay um because it sounds like you're painting um and do you just say it in response to something or is it in a sentence it's an adjective and a noun, so okay. it's. Oh, it, oh, oh. I guess combined, it would be descri- <laughs> describing. Christ. Yeah. Pang ting, are you kidding? What are you just making up noises now to trip us up? <laughs> no, no, no. P e n g is the adjective, and T i n g is the noun, and together could be anything in the entire world. I have no context, no contextual clues for this one. Yeah. So so uh, so peng is like. Is like a positive adjective. Oh, so so if, if someone is peng, uh, no, it's it's probably a description description of something or someone rather than an event. If that makes sense. So so if someone's peng, person can be a good time. Are you kidding? Well, okay, yeah, fine, but not in that. You, you know what I mean? It's like not not in that way. It's like so peng mean is more of like an aesthetic thing. So oh. so if 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 your outfit's peng or she's peng or he's peng or the food, you could say the food was peng. Kind of like in a, an opposite way to minging, as in it's, it's kind of not mm. that the two things are together, but they they are the in, antonym of minging. Got the it. antonym, of, <laughs> yeah, yeah. Take, take notes, ladies. Um, yeah, where's my pen the, and paper? Yeah, so so pe- peng ting, and uh, yeah, no, so, so that that so peng and piff are two like right. words that were very prevalent when we were about when we were sixteen. Do you know what it means <laughs> to keep up with the Joneses? I've heard this. I don't know what it means, but I've heard this before. Yeah. What does it mean? What does it or mean? Keeping up with the Joneses. Just guess. What does it mean it, if I say I'm keeping like, up it, with the Joneses? It, it keeps, well, by keeping up, it mean, like, I don't know, like keeping relevant or like keeping up to date. No, it kind of comes from pop culture. If I'm keeping up with the Joneses, I want to buy like a fancy car and a fancy big boat and a fancy house to like keep up with my rich neighbors down the block, kind of. Oh, yeah, that's, <laughs> that's, so, that's so classically American. <laughs> the Joneses are America's rich neighbors down the block. Yeah. That's so funny. That's so and then, funny. Abby, this one I actually learned when I went to college. I didn't even know it, but podunk. You didn't know the word podunk? Uh-uh. No one says podunk here. <laughs> no one says podunk anywhere. People outside of, people outside of California say no podunk. One, no one says that. I refuse. I say podunk. 
Poop. <laughs> You're outside of California. Look at it. Gave him a stroke. <laughs> Hold on. Use it in a, I hate guessing. Use it in a sentence. Use it in a sentence. He, he doesn't like not being in control. Actually. Yeah. It's, that it's town. That town that I visited was really podunk. That's not. That's no. I refuse to believe that. That's a word. That's not it a is. word. That's how I felt um, too when I heard it. Po, po like my podunk hometown. Cool. Like quaint. That's a nice guess. way to say it. <laughs> no, it's like redneck central like grass roots there's two one-way streets run down like the truck is run down the town looks run down dilapidated if you will yeah Yeah. like a run down suburban place gee i might actually start using that if you're slagging off someone what is it what does that mean doesn't mean like you're slacking off like (laughs) you're using them them? doesn't mean you're using them you guys are so good at guessing. It doesn't mean it doesn't mean you're using them, but I don't get how you're formulating any answers to something to a word that you have no <laughs> idea what it means. Right? Similar. <laughs> when you said slagging off, like someone, it sounds like slacking off. Like you're, like you're profiting off. Like you're using them. No, no. no. Slagging just off me- means okay. similar to ghosting. No, no, no. It, it's it's far more like personal than that. As in, like slagging off is like. If you're like, oh, Becky's a bitch. I heard her slanging, slagging someone off. Just talking That's, trash. Yeah, like talking trash. As in, like, like mm. she's she's like being being really rude about them. Well, I mean, I guess it's a classic one, but like like bollocks. Bollocks. That just means like, damn it. Take, taking the piss is something that is super prevalent in like just joking around. How, yes. Yeah, it's like joking around, but it's also like. Being a smart yeah, I guess ass. I guess it is joking. Right? It's it's quite, yeah. I don't know how else to say it other than taking the piss. Isn't like being a smart taking ass. the take. Yes, yeah, slightly, slightly. What is like some of the touch points for you guys when you think of America? Like some films or songs or icons that you just immediately think of, and you're like, yes, this is America. Yeah, as in like it, it's it's obviously it's it's fun to take the piss out of like the how like the the cliches as it were. Right. But equally, e- equally, I do. I, you know, I, I appreciate that there's, there's more to it. But yeah, no, the, the idea of king and queen and limousines and yeah. convertibles and matching ties with whatever. What does what it matching the tie with the dress color or something yeah. like that? Yeah, no, yeah, that, yeah. That, that that that's all. That's all a bit crazy to me. Also, I just I just don't think I'd have I'd have the balls to be able to like like it must be so stressful like knowing who you're going to ask and like. Whether oh, whether you're gonna oh, like all of that kind of explain that gives me anxiety. <laughs> this, is like, a, this is actually a key one, Abby. Explain what a yeah. So proposal they've gotten larger than life over the years. It used to just be like a sign and some flowers at the high school. Like, do you want to go to prom with me? But then, like, the more out of like you know out of proportion things have been blown. Promposals have become like actual proposals for a wedding, almost like. If you don't give me a really cool promposal, then I don't want to date you because like the standards are high. You know what I mean? But so is, is it kind of on a first come, first serve kind of basis? Or like what 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 happens there? Is it like it's kind of like the Hunger Games. Like everyone is looking around at yeah, each other. Yeah, unless you're strictly dating someone, unless you have a boyfriend or girlfriend, it's then it is kind throat. of like if you want to go to prom with this one guy, but like obviously ten other girls want to, like you better make a strategic plan four months in advance as to like how you're going to maneuver your way in there. But but is is there like like a trade window? 
Like, like where you say, like, <laughs> let's all agree on the fact that we- the stock market closes <laughs> at 4.30 p.m. every day. It's like, let's, let's agree on the fact that we can't be asking someone like six months before. Well, you can make verbal agreements like under the table six months in advance. But, right. But, but you can't proposal in- them. Yeah. Sometimes people do propose to someone and you want to say no, but you just say yes in the moment because it's such a big fanfare. And then later you'll have to I've tell them that. I can't go with you. That's yeah, savage. I can't. Yeah. Oh, that's, yeah. that makes me really upset for whoever that person is, actually. That, that's, so, that's so mean. Poor it. guy. But I would say it is exactly like the movies, just maybe 25% watered down compared to. I mean, that's still quite a lot. You know, talking talking of touch points, and I guess in a similar ilk to something that seems really foreign, gender revealed. I know. (laughs) I agree with you on this one. They're ridiculous. Like if we're working on touch points and specific yeah. things that are really stand out, gender yeah. reveals is possibly one of the most contrasting differences between mm-hmm. <laughs> the UK. And there, the, those are a newer, newer thing. Those yeah, have well, yeah, I, out I, of hand I'd, as well. I'd, I'd hope so, but equally, like it's it's completely bizarre. Like, I'd, especially um, gender reveals that you use like firecrackers to shoot out the color, and then they start oh, an ablazing fire on the whole West Coast. The West Coast <laughs> is ablaze because you're having a girl. Like, it's just too much. <laughs> yeah, yeah. What do you think about chili cheese dogs? <laughs> yeah, what do you think about like a good old American ball game with the the baseball caps and the hot dogs and the peanuts? <laughs> I, I I'd say I'm I'm more knowledgeable about american culture than than your typical british person as Great. in like so i i educated I, I, people I've, only on this pod <laughs> no, in, can't wait to add him to the hype house app because you're mad so i so i follow the nfl quite a lot because i just think it's quite a cool sport um i oh. used to follow the nba not anymore because yeah whatever and then um Who's your team but, but baseball, I, this is a difficult thing because I don't really have like an alliance necessarily. Just choose one and stick to it. So, so, Cowboys are real I, I American. Ball games. I once spent a oh, I once spent a day drinking at Wimbledon. That's cool. <laughs> Wimbledon is is a huge bucket this thing, and that's another example of something that's just on the outskirts of London, I guess. But people don't. Oh yeah, I guess I didn't realize how much on the outskirts. I guess I went because it's just taking the tube over. Well, yeah, and and like forty five. 45 minutes 45 minutes of travel for you guys is probably like just around the corner whereas for us that's like oh fuck like that's like ages away um but yeah ball games i feel like we kind of digress tangent but ball game i don't understand baseball i've tried i really have tried but i can't it's kind of boring i'm gonna be transparent that's my point and and i just don't i don't see the thrill of it i understand it as it's fun to go in person i understand yeah i understand it as a day out Um, and I understand why there's a bit of a culture behind that. Um, but no, I don't, I don't understand the sport. I, I find it, I find it really dull. I agree 100% with that. I would never watch baseball on TV, but if you were like, let's go to a baseball game, 100% I would go. Okay. Um, moving on. We want to debunk some British myths. The myths uh, of Brits. Yeah. Um, starting with, do you guys really drink tea that much? What's the deal with tea? So, so generally speaking, people do like, like uh, in copious quantities mm-hmm. i don't because i'm have never really been much of like a warm drink fan mm-hmm. um i don't really as in like i, I drink coffee in the morning I, I, I drink coffee in the morning just to, to wake up 
as in I, I don't necessarily enjoy it. But I'd I'd say like throw some ice in the coffee. Do you guys have ice yeah, coffee? Yeah, of course. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, cool. yeah. <laughs> but but like um, yeah, no, I, I don't know. The coffee for me is like I just get it down as quickly as possible and move on with my day. Like there's there's no enjoyment factor there. But I'd say I was going to say nine out of ten. It's more than that. It's like ninety eight out of a hundred Brits would drink coffee on like multiple times on a daily basis. I'd say. Mm-hmm. Um, okay. I don't un- I don't understand where that got lost in the. Well, is there the like trip- tea time in the afternoon? Like everyone's like, oh, it's tea hour, time for tea. Yeah, yeah, loosely. As in, like, I, I, if if someone was to invite you over for tea, um, you would. <laughs> um, <laughs> <laughs> you would. There's like a loose time with us agreed generally upon around like the three or four o'clock kind of time in the day, kind of between lunch and supper um but you wouldn't yeah. it's not like in in spain for example where like all shops close for a siesta like there's, there's, there's no like half an hour slot yeah, where everyone's like oh fuck it let's 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 make a cup of tea now like okay the next myth is that all british people have really good manners they're very polite but in contrast they also have a dark sarcastic sense of humor would you say that's pretty true yeah yeah that's, that's pretty I, I wouldn't necessarily say that it has we have like a dark side but yeah our humor is very dry and and many many occasions when i've been uh in america my humor has not gone down necessarily all too well because people don't realize that i'm kind of taking the piss and i'm kind of joshing about and instead it just goes down as me just being like genuinely or like when you tell a story and it's sarcastic or when you or when there's like a sarcastic ending and like Americans are like, I'm not going to try an American accent because I'm not going to embarrass myself like that. But when people are like, oh my God, are you okay? It's like, yeah, no, I'm fine. That was obviously like a joke. Isn't that so clearly a joke? But um, yeah, no, I, I, I would I would agree with that, that the dark the dark humor and the kind of dry humor is very prevalent. I feel like we're, me and Abby are extremely dry, but I feel like I always <laughs> smile at the end of the statement to let everyone know. That's where I mess up. Um because because you do yeah. There's a hot tip for you. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> smile. It's the same as the job interview, just smile. Like that's Yeah. So does everyone play like cricket, polo, or rugby? I know that you're an avid rugby player yourself. Yeah. So so r- rugby is it's between rugby and football, I'd say. Pr- pretty much most guys. Oh, soccer? Yeah, sorry, yeah, soccer. Um, it, most guys, most guys in the UK would be divided between like non, not sporty football or rugby. As in, What's in terms of non-athletic regular like, person, a narp. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I was, I was trying to work out what that said for, and if I'd heard yeah. that before, but um, <laughs> yeah, no. So rugby is really common uh, in my circles, which are slightly like not necessarily representative of the rest of the country. Um, a lot of play, a lot of people do play polo. Isn't that's that's relatively common? And wait, what was the first one? Cricket. Yeah, no, I love cricket. Cricket's like the pretty much the go-to like summer sport, Cute. whereas like soccer and rugby are like the all year round sports, as it were. No days off for those people. Yeah. We want to know two like cultural media things. Do you guys watch Adam Sandler movies? And also, do you guys ever listen to country music? Okay. Um, Country We're music, into the rapid fire portrait. Okay, yeah. So, so Adam Sandler is 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 all right. He's he's a he's a tiny bit jarring. Like he's a bit grating, but like I, I'm not angry at him as a right. as a 
I, I would, <laughs> you don't have you know. a personal vendetta against Adam Sandler. Yeah, no, 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 no. So he's he's fine. Um, and I think generally speaking, his movies go down in in that kind of category of just like trashy comedy that people aren't necessarily like they don't have an opinion on necessarily, but they would chuck on if there's nothing else to, else to watch. Um, country music is an instrument. So my ex used to be really into country music, but she was very much a minority in that in that category. And, and also, no offense, I feel like you guys just can't relate to the, like, drinking beer on a lake and, like, meeting a girl a and, like, driving a truck. Yeah. Which I feel like yeah. most people here have experienced that. Yeah. Beer on a yeah. lake. Yeah, as in, when I was going out with her, I, I, did, I did make an effort to understand it. And, like, <laughs> but should, she... Men should make efforts. Good job. Uh, um, yeah, thanks. You know, <laughs> big brownie point there. Yeah. Um, but uh, But it was... Uh, it was ultimately the thing that drove us apart. No, I'm kidding. No, it was, it was, it was just a, um, I made an effort. She was really passionate about it. Um, I never, it would never quite caught on for me, but I do understand why, like them referring like certain level, certain parts of your culture would be, is probably more important to you guys than it would be Mm -hmm. to, to me. Ashley and I love it. Yeah. It's like it makes you nostalgic. Like, oh, I can't wait to the next time I'm on a lake or something. It just makes you nostalgic. Yeah, fair enough. No, I understand it. I do understand it. I just, I've never really. I can't. I can't really relate that much. Okay, and then lastly, having to do with media, I'm curious about shows oh. like Love Island and Too Hot to Handle. Have you seen either of them? Yes. Yeah, so, so Love Island is is pretty common. Uh, Too Hot to Handle. I've seen on my netflix home screen i think it's on netflix um yeah. and and i've never really been able to click on so love island i had one summer where i was completely obsessed with it and i think it's probably the same summer where everyone was oh yeah i don't, I don't think it made it over it might have been the first or second season um where i hadn't really kind of hit like american popularity yet um but the one with i don't know if you but the one with chris and kem is is the classic one and 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 I, I used to watch that but then you get to towards the end of the summer and you look back at the fact that you've committed like so much time to this oh, like an, an hour a day over the ne- over the last two months yeah that's so much of your life just wasted watching shite is it um, a waste though if it brings you joy is it a waste? Okay, yeah. yeah, but it didn't bring me joy. <laughs> as, in like, yeah. as in, like, you just watch, you watch it because you what you know because I don't know, I don't know. It's, it's a weird one. So I, I didn't didn't watch it back again. But yeah, no, Love Island is very, very, uh, very uh, like a very common thing in terms mm-hmm. of. But I, I do think that they the type of people that get on there, and I don't know. I assume there's a US version. I don't know the type of people they put on there, but um, the type ones. of yeah, the, the they don't have accents. We're just so obsessed with the accents. Like it's more fun for us to watch because they have the accent. Yeah, you don't actually care about the answers I'm giving yeah. you. It's just for me to speak, keep speaking. <laughs> exactly. um, no, so the uh, the the types of people they put on there tend to be slightly trashy, like fake Instagram influencers, and not fake, but as in like like pseudo, and and it's all a bit eh, you know? Yeah. Like there's not much else to add to it. Whereas, whereas in, uh, I feel like there was a bit more character in some of the some of the original cast. Are you guys all as passionate about the royal family as I think you are? And is your view of Meghan Markle positive or negative? <laughs> um, I, yeah, no. So that's obviously put a bit of put a bit of a spanner in the works in terms of like 
conversations about the royal family. I think if you watch the the, the TV show The Crown, everyone keeps the telling me to, and I think I should catch always on. Always talk about The Crown. Yeah. Have you guys not? Okay, well then that's that's my recommendation to you because if you if you want like okay. obviously it's not it's, it's dramatized to, to an extent, but yeah. it's just a really cool understanding of like the royal family and it comes up to, but i i think from yeah. people i know who know those kind of circles they say that it's like it's not like completely off you know like that that, that everything yeah. they based on it's kind of based on true stories that's the best way to to explain it like like it's it's not all that correct but it is fundamentally there um who's your favorite family member <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but that, it's not like we're talking about Love Island there. But um, no, I um, I really I liked um, I really like Will. I just think he's just like he's just a very kind of like classic. Like yeah. he's he's just down down the line, very British, very like you know no 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 drama there. Yeah, yeah, sure. Yeah. Yeah, that, Who's your your favorite Abby? Mine, I think, is Kate. I love Kate. <laughs> yeah, yeah, Kate, 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 Kate's legit. But um, no, the, the whole Meghan Markle thing is is quite interesting because it her interview with uh, Oprah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oprah um, was so, in my opinion, unnecessary, and it got to a point where I just didn't it made me care so much less about the Royal family because there, there was a certain moment where they were talking about like, Oh, Kate said that I made her cry about the flower girls, but in fact she made me cry about the flower girls. And I was like, I just don't give a fuck. Like why yeah. does anyone give a fuck? Um, but I would, I would say the overwhelming consensus is that Meghan Markle was probably kind of like taken Harry away from from yeah. from the royal family and in mm-hmm. by extension perhaps not necessarily the best um view of her um within the the, the common public but again uh it, it's, it's one of those things i think there's a, there's a small minority of kind of british society that actively don't like the monarchy and then mm-hmm. everyone else is split between like avid lovers and people who just don't really care Who's your favorite Kardashian? Because those are our queens in America. <laughs> <laughs> That's our That's family. What, what, what's what's the link with the Hadids? When where do they come into it? Well, Gigi Hadid is best friends with Kendall. Oh, so it's just friends. There's there's no link beyond that. Yeah, and they're just another prominent LA supermodel yeah, families. Yeah. Yeah. Um. So in the vein of icons, obviously there's been a lot of icons to come out of England. We have Princess Diana, we have the Spice Girls, we have Kate Moss, we have the Beatles, and we have One Direction. How does, how do British people feel about One Direction? Are you embarrassed of them? Do you stand them? Are you no, guys, right, so, what is the, the consensus? I, 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 think that, I think they're very much in the same category as someone like Justin Bieber, in terms of like, his earlier stuff was a bit cringe, a bit whatever, but then like, he... I think they have have done like a decent effort at trying mm-hmm. to like re remodel themselves, evolving. Because Harry um, Styles is like an American god to us. Yeah. So and 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 I I think he's he's done he's done very very well for himself. I think yeah. everyone else has kind of um, fallen off. I think I think the big, the interesting one is is it Liam Payne who yeah. went out with Cheryl Cole, who was that one of the judges on the X Factor show. When, who gave them their career interesting yeah exactly which which is such like a weird concept 
mm-hmm. on 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 the side of Miss Cheryl Cole. I know she's not Cole anymore. She's changed her name a, a, a few times in the meantime. But um, she's so so that that's a bit of an interesting one. My I guess a claim to fame is that I went on a date with someone who had just broken up with Liam Payne. Interesting. So, so that, that that's 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 a little that's a little uh, link there. And From Liam uh, to you, huh? What an upgrade. Yeah, literally. <laughs> very much moving up in the world. Um, what a level up. I want to kind of dive in more to the accent thing. Yeah, we're going to do some comparing now between like American girls and English girls. But also, first, I just want to know, do you score chicks with your accent? Like, does it get you really far? <laughs> like in the movie Love Actually, how he travels to America and all the models fall in love with him because Wisconsin, he has an accent. The first bar he sees. Um, as in, in, in America, it, it's, it sets me apart, which is handy. Do women flock to you in no, America? just flocking. It's just <laughs> like so, so intense. Um, but, but no, I, yeah, in, in America, at least it's a conversation starter, right? Whereas, um, whereas I think in the UK, my accent, cause even within the UK, my accent is pretty like aggressively what you guys would see as British, mm-hmm. you know, as in like there, there are a lot of like a lot of regional accents i'd i'd argue like a very impressive amount of regional accents and like i could guarantee that i could probably bring, like put some people on this call and you just wouldn't understand what they're saying like that's how mm-hmm. thick their accent is yeah. um so is yours close to the royal family accent it, it's, it's it's in that direction for sure yeah no and um proper, but, proper english <laughs> yeah pro, 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 well posh um but no and that within the uk my accent does get taking the piss out of quite a lot um because of if i'm in yeah it's, it's just a very classically i don't know well-educated like posh accent as it were abby you were trained by a royal family dialect coach yes how exciting <laughs> that i can practice so on the flip side american accents are they do they just sound really harsh are they ugly to you guys or if there was an american uh, accent roaming around the bars of london and you guys be like oh that's so cute she's american like the way we think your accent is really attractive are you yeah. guys into american accents yeah I, 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 or is it like a turn off no no it's definitely not a turn off I, I think i think there's a certain personality that kind of matches uh, an american accent at times which can be a turn off which is like slightly whiny and slightly like perhaps a bit loud um and just a bit a bit like definitely stands out in a room of british people um but i I think that's a harder one because american culture is so prevalent in kind of british society whereas i think british culture is less prevalent in american society because you guys are very happy like just being just doing what you guys do whereas the the uk i mean obviously it's like all of these films and like so many of these tv shows I'm so getting used to an American accent that it doesn't feel like that unique, oh, you know. That is true. Um, but More special if, for it, us. Yeah, <laughs> uh, yeah, well, yeah. And but then, but then, and also in my kind of circles, I guess there are a lot of Americans who have moved to London, or like American families who have moved to London. So again, like it's not, it doesn't stand out in the same way that probably if I was or like when I was at say like USC I was the only British accent within like a good and that's um, when you can score the chips <laughs> um, yeah as I said definitely a conversation conversation starter um so if nothing else yeah can you can you do an American accent no, please, no, please. I want to hear 
Try, Please, try, no. try. No, 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 no. A good old American try. I'm, I'm so, I'm so bad. Give me, give me a sentence to say, and then I'll, I'll. <laughs> Abby, it's like we've never thought of a sentence in our entire lives. <laughs> I'm going to go to the football game oh, on Jesus. Saturday morning. Um, oh, um, <laughs> oh, no, I hate this. I hate this. Um, uh, um, football. No, I can't. I, f- 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 football can game. <laughs> football. The football. football. Football, football game, game. <laughs> on Saturday um, um, morning. Okay, that was an American go, dream. Go on and, Saturday go morning, going to go to the football game. <laughs> so, who's more approachable at a bar, an American girl or an English? Uh, American girls, one hundred percent. One hundred. Are British girls just stuck up? Like, why is that? Y- yeah, yeah, they are. But like in in the nicest way, as in like there, 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 there's, there's like <laughs> there is. Um, like American people, in general, it's not just girls, but just in general, are just so like much more friendly, and and they're so they're, yeah. they're much more approachable, and you can kind of like shoot the shit, as it were, with them. There is definitely an air of the, the word we use is stush, which means kind of like stuck up, kind because of, they kind of like overly, yeah, just a bit standoffish, and um, and mm. yeah, especially with like. Yeah, I, I, I don't know. It's like America just was just really friendly and has always been really friendly to me, uh, which is why like I, I was able to like just go there and just kind of yeah. I, I knew a few people and, and I stayed at I, I stayed at different places, but like just like you know meet people and just like even if it's just like a conversation at like a coffee me. shop, exactly. But quite literally, that's 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 the perfect example. Um, like just to be able to to kind of yeah much more approachable so yeah i definitely say in america guys is is more approachable it seems like the guys are more open yeah. and especially yeah. with a friendly american and i feel like the girls are more like well look at your accent it's like trash you're, <laughs> yeah, that, that, yeah. That, you're from america that's, that's probably that's probably that's obviously a simplification but like i i'd probably say that's that's quite accurate um and also i feel like because guys like most british guys are like there's an there's definitely a level of like introvertedness to our our culture, our society. Oh, if if a girl like just like pops up and is like, hey, like it, it would be like a nice nice thing to to have, where as opposed to like huh. usually where it feels like there's there's girls just aren't necessarily. Usually there's like a wall. Up. Yeah, exactly. There's exactly. like a wall up in between making guy friends in America. Like platonic guy friends, yeah, it's kind of hard to do. Yeah, I, I, yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, whereas, whereas, yeah, no, I'm, I'm sure. Like, there's probably n- no, no surprises that it's. I think girls who would be kind of jealous approaching the guy and it not being <laughs> off-putting. That sounds like I belong in London. Yeah, well, it, it, <laughs> it, it, I, I guess it, just, it would just make like a nice, a nice surprise. I think dating and kind of bringing it out a little bit. So obviously, there's different cultural norms for what makes a successful, happy, healthy person in their twenties, like at either at university or just coming out of it. In terms of, like in America, it's culturally significant if you have a fiance at the age of 22 it's like kind of not very common except for if you go to Pepperdine then it's common but like dating culture and just kind of the ideas around it and people when you're in your 20s like are you expected to go to university are you expected to have girlfriends all the time are you expected to be single throughout your 20s 
what's like the expectation for someone who's like successful and happy and thriving who's our age almost everyone i know went to university single and almost everyone i know had some sort of a relationship while at university and most people especially with covid and that kind of like throwing things a bit around um Mm -hmm. a lot of people are coming out of university single um and 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 i I do think there is an element of um people looking forward to your kind of early 20 early to mid 20s being single um and kind of being just being kind of a bit more kind of open with that however like so for a good friend of mine is going out with someone she's 23 and she's going out with someone who's 28 a guy and he feels pressure by his circle that he was the only person not in a relationship until about you know a couple of months ago um so i I do think that that kind of ramps up in your kind of late 20s and then that's similar to here yeah so i I don't think there's necessarily anything unique there but then, then you have like events that are more tailored to like couples and not i wouldn't have something like this but where you almost wouldn't invite someone if they're single because you don't they don't want to be the only single single person in amongst like four oh, wow. four or five couples or something if you were right. to do um is it more normal to have casual relationships over there like casual boyfriends and girlfriends like it was in the 80s or is it like if you're gonna date someone you better be like ready to lock it down for a, at least a year like oh no it like- it's, it's it's very it's I'd, I'd say it's definitely more like casual dating is is pretty common um i'd say it's like six months in a relationship i you could probably count that as kind of mid to long term and then if it's over a year then you've kind of you've done your bit right the youngest i know someone to have got married is like 26 i want to say um and we got a oh wow most of um yeah most of most of my friends um would be looking to isn't like if you got married like when you're like 30 or 31 like no one's going to be like saying anything like no no one's going to think that's late you know whereas the the concept of getting married really young but then again that that could just be my circles as i'm sure there are certain kind of socioeconomic backgrounds where getting married younger is i feel like here if you're not with the person you think you're going to marry at like, what, 27? Yeah. People are like yeah. breathing on your neck a little I, bit. I, I, I do see that. I do, see, And I guess that's going back to that friend of mine who's going out with a 28-year-old and um, there is a bit of pressure. But I don't think, as in like, I'm, I don't plan on getting married younger than 30, maybe 29 earliest, you know? Yeah. Um, because early to mid-20s, is, is no one's going to be complaining if you're kind of if there's, there's some a lot of people dating. here there's some people here that are engaged at late 19 early 20 mm-hmm. well yeah so like like um it's crazy what's his name the the first pick trevor lawrence he just got the first pick of the nfl draft this year no. <laughs> um, we like, he uh he just he just got got married i think and like yeah you, you have you yeah. have and yeah i i couldn't i couldn't picture that at all as in like i'm so far from having my shit together to to be able to even contemplate holding down that level of 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 like long term do you guys have bachelorette parties 
Yeah, yeah, yeah. As an, I feel there is there is an element of that. But if you're doing a bachelor party or you're doing a bachelorette party, like you're you're almost doing it to do the cliche, as it were. Oh, isn't just in the same way as when Abby goes to London, she would go on the London Eye. It's in the same yeah. way of like if yeah. yeah, like you know what? Let's let's get a, a stripper in, or like let's let let's wear like pink cowboy hats or whatever. You know, like that that kind of stuff is. <laughs> Pink yeah, cowboy hats. We're speaking our language now. <laughs> <laughs> um, that, that's that, that's that's the kind of stuff. So yeah, no, I I, I I think that's relatively common. Or do you have any American stereotypes you'd like to do? Yeah, or questions? Us? Any MythBuster stuff? <laughs> so, so, so I was actually going to ask about the sororities because I, I I don't really I didn't I, I feel like you've you've shed some light on it, but I didn't really understand it. I I didn't understand the whole like choosing one. Like, how does one choose a sorority? Isn't like well, it's is mutually it beneficial. Hat. You have to choose them. They have to choose you. You can choose but them. They don't so choose intense. you. And that's really that's sad. No, so, it is very intense. That's the thing. That's so, that, that kind of makes it's my skin stressful. crawl. Like the idea Rush of, season yeah. is very stressful. It's rapid yeah. conversations. You're being swafted into a room. Everyone is judging you based on the way you look and what you're wearing and how you present yourself based off of like a five minute interaction. And then you get a I call back or you don't. Let's see that. Like an interview. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I just, I just think that's And then you have to like pay a bunch of money, mm-hmm. and it never the money doesn't stop flowing out until you graduate. Have you ever been on a party bus? <laughs> um, no, but I understand it. Concept like when when a group of my like mates a club went on to a bus. yeah went to Vegas. I can't believe you've never been on a party bus. Vegas. Would you like to go on one soon? Would you like to come <laughs> to Abby's bus? birthday party? <laughs> on a party bus yeah um yeah sure no i'll, I'll be there just all right great yeah cool i'll see you there <laughs> um you probably don't have fake ids do you <laughs> oh no they're they're but really common drink even at like 14 14 <laughs> trust me what's isn't the like, drinking that's when age I, that's when i started 16? drinking it's in like 13 14 Oh my when, gosh. I first, when I first started like boozing isn't like it's a very like common part of is the drinking age 16 legal no it's eight it's 18 for americans college is like an all expenses like resort four mm-hmm. years where a bunch <laughs> of people just get together and drink and party probably for the first times in their lives that's really interesting and then they spit you out <laughs> and they say get a job if you have a theme party what's your idea of a theme party like what are some themes that you guys would have right so this is funny because i'm i was actually organizing my um my birthday party which it's not something i usually do as i'm not a huge birthday person oh my god you guys um, have the same birthday he could come for both of your birthdays to the oh party <laughs> how are you celebrating july 17th this year <laughs> <laughs> and and i was i was trying to work out like what dress code it should be or like what and uh, it's got to that point where i feel like i'm too great as in like with all my mates working in like all of these like big firms and whatever like i can't be doing like a fucking like pineapple themed birthday party you know as in like i Why feel not? like we've done that and we've but, moved on from that but it keeps you fun and then like but your early yeah. 20s is more serious but then but then we'd be going we'd be going afterwards you'd be going because it's like central london you'd be going to like a bar or a club i guess it's also, you can't go to a bar dressed like a pineapple it's also different when you're a boy i'm sure not in like the kensington area that's that's yeah, the, that's they're, it, they're, that is. they're very very snooty <laughs> Um, Those snooty you know English girls. Yeah. Impress them. So within our college, which is again like a subsect of the university, 
we would have there's like a bar in there so i guess in no we're not comparing it i can't compare it to like a sorority like there's no way we can but we have like within it there's like a dining hall but there's also like a bar and like everyone lives around there and there's like a couple of common rooms and stuff so in the bar we would have parties like like every fortnight or so every fortnight (laughs) what's a a fortnight (laughs) like every two weeks oh well you didn't that one went right over you should have an america themed Mm -hmm. birthday yeah. Everyone come as your favorite American. Someone can be Jimmy Buffett. Someone can be Jimmy Elvis. Buffett is like the icon of America. <laughs> Who's Jimmy Buffett? <laughs> He's, oh, a singer. He's, He's a singer. He's a singer. Yeah. Oh, no. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like Margaritaville? Cool. Wasting no, away not. in Margaritaville. The Margaritaville hotels would probably blow his mind. Yeah. I've never been, but I want to. Yeah, that sounds like it'd blow my mind. Like Elton um, John, but made country. It's a joke. Well, the thing is, we love to provide our audience with some value and some takeaway tips and tricks. So from your amazing British perspective, can you please let people know what some of the best advice you've ever heard has been or just tips and tricks to thrive in your early 20s, whether it be in your first job, coming out of uni, kind of this era of life that we're all in. We're all vibing with oh you can't you can't throw that on me with with no with no <laughs> heads up that's that's okay um yeah i mean you are a well, philosophy major so it better be profound you should be able to come up with something i, I mean i could definitely chat shit for the next half an hour with some answer and not <laughs> really need a, a, like but... a, a, a trailer like a short no um takeaway piece of advice you realize that everyone around you doesn't know what they're doing but you 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 gain some sort of a comfort from that and you kind of uh, all bump like stumbling out of university after being a bit of a meathead for like three four years and you know drinking far too much and, and probably shaving off a couple of years off your life expectancy and you kind of all stumble out all at once and you're like shit because I, I think it's very easy to think that everyone around you knows what they're doing because they've happened to have got like a good job or they've you know got a connection into something and they've happened got that but like i think the fun part and what i've realized over the last six months is just kind of relishing this this time where no one like you're not meant to know what's what you're doing you're not meant to know what's going on like and and ultimately just like follow whatever you feel like you want to do whether that's chasing money whether that's chasing experiences whether that's chasing um yeah like w- w- whatever that is so so not not being not being not thinking that everyone around you knows what they what, what's going on because that's obviously just not the case it's like no one knows what's, what's going on age 22 23 you know you know even when we're old i think nobody's gonna know what's no going no on. one knows everyone's always just fibbing. yeah yeah, yeah. but <laughs> The older you get, the better you are at bluffing your way through yes. it, right? Like, yeah, <laughs> totally. That's um, true. Everyone's chasing something. Just yeah. To figure out what you want. <laughs> yeah, and it, it, it really, I find it really frustrating when people like think they have really kind of developed opinions on things that they obviously just can't make that. Like, how can you make a mind up about something? It's like when someone, you know, when a friend of mine, I don't know, works for like J.P. Morgan or Goldman Sachs or whatever, and everyone's like oh like who's why i'd never you'd never catch me dead in like an office job or like trying to chase money it's like just leave him alone as in like if that's what he wants to do yeah let him do it right like so be it yeah exactly and it's just like you're you know sat on your ass without without a job and you're judging someone who's you know like in a top three top three bank in the world right so um i don't know it's just just being 
yeah, being aware of the fact that no one knows what's going on, and there, there, there's definitely a certain comfort in that by 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 knowing that everyone's kind of just like stumbling around trying to find their feet to whatever extent. Do yeah. you have a podcast or book that you'd recommend that you think someone else should read or listen to? Yeah, I mean, so 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 so, so, so the the book I'm reading at the moment isn't very um, isn't very thrilling. So it's it's called Red Notice. Um, by Bill Browder and it's about a guy who was one of the first investors in post-Soviet Union privatizations of company and I know that probably doesn't sound very interesting our target audience is going to want to jump to the show no, 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 no. but, but, it's going to be but, sold but, out but. next week <laughs> <laughs> but, but but the thing the, the thing that i the thing that i kind of um took took away from it was i guess the the kind of what we're talking about in in terms of like kind of just stumbling around and trying to know that no one else has, has what's going on and trying to kind of follow your nose and just kind of ha- have that sense of by by liberating yourself of the worries about where you should be you end up kind of in the right place at the right time um and and so that's kind of that's that's the reason why the previous thing was kind of on my mind because it was kind of something that you realize that so many like obviously a lot of people who are successful have worked like insanely hard for it but there is always a level of like there is obviously a level of luck and it's the classic like i think it's gary player the golfer old golfer who said like the more i practice the luckier i get and i think there is like a a strong Mm -hmm. element of that of you can work really hard, but also you do need, you need to put yourself in a mindset where you can be in the right place at the right time. Because if you're worried about what everyone else should is thinking you should be doing or whatever, or what everyone else is doing, then you'll never like you'll never let things like that organically happen. So, uh, yeah, not a very not one I'd recommend buying necessarily, but one that I've taken quite a, a relative, a relatively interesting kind of point from. Yeah, exactly. One, <laughs> one, one, one that I've kind of taken something interesting from. Well, this has been very insightful. Thank you for sharing all of your insights into American culture and British culture and comparing and contrasting. It's all been super interesting. I've learned a lot. Nice. Yeah, yeah. no, it, it's it, it's been a lot of fun. Like it's 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 always it's always fun just to <laughs> to see yourself as a as a novelty. <laughs> Whereas here, there's there's just like you know millions of us, right? So. <laughs> Um, <laughs> you're like there's actually a lot of other people with this accent too <laughs> yeah, you could have asked plenty <laughs> yeah, of other people right like you know but they're not on this podcast and you are so obviously yeah, no, you're putting and, yourself in the right position for the right things to happen yeah exactly what well, mm-hmm. one at one in a million i'm taking that as a, as a huge compliment but do no, you want it, any, it's, it's been fun do you want any people to find you on instagram or anything do you want the people to know who you uh, are i'm not i'm not a huge social media mm-hmm. user probably um, for the best yeah, exactly. Um, but no, I, I'm, I'm hoping that the, uh, the the smooth British sultry tones that have been um, recorded over the past couple of hours um, br- br- bring bring some level of wisdom to someone's life. <laughs> I'm sure they did. Um, I know um, they did to yeah. me. So no, it's, it's um, been actually, a lot of fun. seriously, really next time we're in it. London, though, like I'm we will gonna call come you. say hey. Yeah, fully and for sure. <laughs> next time i'm in america <laughs> like it's a, it's a much bigger you. thing right <laughs> he's like i'm in pittsburgh um, and we're like on the way <laughs> <laughs> um but no, like, no, next no, time I, we're I, in london you're like next time i'm in america 
<laughs> Seriously, we love to jump on flights, though. Don't tempt us. We, we yeah. fly somewhere just for one drink. Um, um, no, but, but definitely, and and I'll, def- I'll definitely definitely show you, show you some some hidden gems around London. And cool. uh, it, it, it's been a lot of fun. And I really appreciate you guys inviting me on here. It's been it's been a blast. Mm-hmm.